Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurad. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and Beyond. And we have a really cool episode. We got a great podcast. We have Marissa Baker. She's here. And Marissa, you know, she's a, a TikTok star, Instagram star. She's making it happen. And we're going to tell you why she's making it happen. Marissa, welcome to the studio. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, and Marissa is also, she also has a podcast. What, what's your podcast, Marissa? Yeah, so my podcast is called Sun Happens. It's a play on shit happens, but that good things happen too. Um, and it's just all about interviewing people who have healing stories. And um, yeah, if you're in your healing journal journey, it's the podcast for you. Yeah, so now it sounds like a cool one. I'm going to get it, download it. And if you guys are listening, make sure to download it as well. We want to, where can we get it right now? Spotify or iTunes or, or you can go to my website, which is sunhappens.net and all the episodes are uploaded there as well. Oh, nice. Very good. Very good. So it's kind of funny, right? So I've put out, you know, some of these females that have come on and I will tell you that initially I was a little hesitant. Are they going (laughs) to beat the shit out of me or what are they going to do? I mean, they're going to come on here and just, it's going to be one of this, you know, one of these little uh, man hater things, but. (laughs) <laughs> I've been pleasantly surprised. I've had so much fun doing it and it's been great. And then you reached out to me on Instagram and said, Hey, I've got a story to tell. Yeah. Right. And I and did a little research and Marissa's like, you know, TikTok star, Instagram star. <laughs> She's laughing. Yeah. Right. But, but you know, really you, you've got a story to tell. And one of your big things is you're 30 years old. Right. Yes. And you've been divorced twice. Yes. Now, is that kind of like your brand or what's up with that? It it became my brand. You know, I just wanted to feel less alone on TikTok. So I started just kind of making those videos like, hi, I'm Marissa. I've been married and divorced twice before 30. Here's my story. Um, and apparently there are a lot of people out there who have also been divorced multiple times. And they're like, ah, you inspire me. You make my life easier. Like knowing, knowing I can find my joy after heartbreak um, is so refreshing. Um, and then outside of that, the people that love you are the, are the trolls and the, the people that hate you. Um, but yeah, that's I, inadvertently my brand that I've been married and divorced twice before 30. Well, you know, and that's a story, right? So I, I've been married, third married. I will tell you, like, the third one's like a little bit nervous because, you know, you don't want to be known. And, and I'm sure you're the same way as, oh, that's Marissa. Oh, she's been divorced twice and she's 30 <laughs> years old. Oh, that's Tim. Yeah. He's on his third. Yeah. So I, you know, have some good conversations with some friends. And when you have to number them, then, you know, that might be problematic. You know, yeah. is that number one, number two? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if your friends talk to you like that. No, is that husband one, number two? What what is it? It's mortifying. But yeah, I'll be like, oh, well, my ex-husband used to do this. And they're like, you need, you really need to clarify which one. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, (laughs) fine. That's the one. That's the one. And and your story, do you you feel that social media, because it gets a bad rap. And I'll be honest with you. I have fun with it, right? So it's funny. I love to put like a stupid ass video up. And you make fun of yourself, and then you make fun of other people. And then, like today, I put one up of uh, Casey White, the guy that 
got arrested. He escaped from Alabama yeah. jail. And then I got him one where he's, you know, going up on a patrol car and they, they finally got him. They caught this guy. And unfortunately the, the, the lady who was with him and thought it was going to be like, I mean, his, her knight in shining armor, she left her great job, right. her retirement for this fucking bozo. Right. <laughs> yeah. For this guy that, I mean, how fun is that going to be being on the run? Like worrying about, they didn't think that one through. Yeah, no, they did not think that one through. So to to make my point clear, I put this crazy video up and I posted this morning and I had like two, you know, two views. Then it went to like 600. Mm. Then it went to 1,200. Now we're up over, I think, 15,000 views in a short period of time. And it's kind of cool that people like laugh at your shit. Yeah. 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 So tell us about like a little bit about what you portray and what you do. Um, I'm very similar to you, right? I I have this healing journey and I I want to show people this, the serious side of owning your past, right? Owning what's happened to you and also being able to find your, your joy again. On the other side, I'm like a silly, goofy goober, right? Like I want to go on TikTok and I just want to do awkward dances and poke fun at myself for the fact that I've been married and divorced twice before 30. Um, actually, I'll, I'll share with you a quick story, but one of the more controversial posts that I did was just me standing on my balcony and I had a song in the background and the words were, uh, when people ask me if I'm ever going to get married again. And the song was, I think it's going to be a long, long time. And my Little head, Elton John. <laughs> yeah. And my head, I'm like, that's hilarious. This is going to be great. And kind of like your video from this morning, it was like 10,000, 20,000. Now I'm at like 600,000 views on that video. But the hardest part was, I'm looking through the comments and it was like, like terrifying, right? It was, you're ugly. You look old. You're damaged. You're defective. Yeah. Um, You're the problem. You're the common denominator. I wonder why they didn't want you. Right. And so I'm like, well, that escalated really, really fast for, for starters, but it wasn't until um, I'm in bed one night, go to bed on a Monday night, probably I'm like a grandma. So I'm in bed by like 830. I wake up at 4 a.m. From an in, with an Instagram message from a girl who lives in the U.K. And she was like, hey, hey, my love, right? She had her cute little British accent or however that is. And she was like, I just wanted to let you know, I saw the article in the Daily Mail, and I would totally hire you as a life coach, even though you've been divorced. Like, who would not want a life coach without experience? And as lovely as her encouragement was, I immediately was like, uh-huh. what article, you know? And so I go Google my name. And so I'm like, Marissa Baker, life coach, divorced. And if you Google it right now, you will find all of these articles. It's insane. But I just see the first one at the top, the Daily Mail. Life coach is branded a joke after she reveals she's been married and divorced twice before 30. And this article was all about that video and how hateful people had been toward me. And so I'm like, a whole nother country thought that my story That's was crazy. wild enough to write a whole article about it. So, yeah, all of that to say social media is wild and it's exciting and also semi-terrifying. Yeah, no, and I, and I think it all has to be put in perspective, right? So obviously, who gives a shit if somebody, you know, I'm sitting across from you. You're a very pretty lady. Thanks. And, <laughs> you know, who cares what they, but people, honestly that are sitting we at home mm-hmm. not doing a whole hell of a lot are going to write something right because they want they, and, and a lot of people go through the comments and they just do that to stir things yeah. up right so i think social media can truly be cruel it can be you know 
if you live your life through it and that's all you've got and it's not really like a hobby or fun or if you try to use it in a, a different or improper way mm-hmm. it can be it can be problematic i'm sure oh you know. one thousand and, and you're right right like if if you know who you are and you know who matters then those opinions quote unquote don't matter I personally was not prepared for it. So I'm on my page and I'm like, oh my God, this is so mean. And I did take it personal at first. And so that that was actually something I had to work through as part of my story of understanding who is Marissa? Like, who do I believe that I am? What do I choose to believe about myself so that that I'm not so affected by these negative opinions by other people? Yeah, and and not to go back, but you know that Johnny Depp, you know, Amber trial, right? Yeah. That that is crazy. Wild. And and his whole thing, I think, and I'm I'm not, you know, I don't know who's right or wrong. I just think at the bottom I think the bottom line on that one is gonna be like, really, guys, let's you guys figure this shit out yeah. because you brought all this stuff into court. Johnny's suing her Amber for 50 million. She's suing him, counter suing him for a hundred million. But the reality is is there's been a lot of things have been put out there. Now everything's out in the open with them that it's going to, it's going to change the whole dynamic. So I'm sure once you had that social media and those things have been out there and and I'm sure when you first get it, it was probably like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. I didn't really expect this. This was cute at the first, at first. Yeah. I was like, Oh, everybody loves me. Yeah. And (laughs) and you got to think about it. You're a mature lady that can handle it. But think about these kids, Mm. right? Young, young girls in high school and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about all of the work that I had to do to be able to kind of overcome that, I guess, that cyber bullying. I can't imagine being um, a 16 year old trying to navigate that. Now's the time to take care of our sponsors. This episode of the 239 Uncensored Podcast is proudly sponsored by Florida Pro Realty. If you are buying, selling, renting, or in need of property management, please give us a call or visit our website at www.floridaprorealty.com. Thank you to our sponsors. We're back. Did anybody even contact you before they wrote the story and got your side of it? No. <laughs> Did they, just, they, they, get this, they pulled this shit out of the air? They, they just went to my TikTok. They must have binge watched all of my TikToks and they were quoting of everything that I said in my TikTok videos. And... Um, yeah, there, there was another blogger, Cafe Mom, who wrote a similar article, did not contact me. Um, but after that, I had the Daily Mirror, which is another UK um, reporter, reach out to me. And she actually interviewed me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so one reporter did. All of the other articles you Google and find, I had nothing to do with, and they did not reach out to me. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. Do you find, like, this, this life coach thing, did this kind of, like, click in your brain? Like, oh, I can, somebody really needs me i you know i i can do this i think a lot of people get counseling from people that maybe have never really experienced it like i know in the catholic church you have priests that are not married Mm -hmm. i always had a little problem with like how is a priest going to counsel you about your family marriage your kids and you know i'm catholic right but how how do they really know what the hell i i got to live with every day right no i I never really doubted that I could help people and inspire people. I mean, maybe I did for a second when I saw all of of the comments, but it really, yeah, like I know I can help people. I know that I have been through these horrible things and I offer a perspective that other people can't offer. Um, All of that to say, I'm not trying 
to teach people how to stay married. <laughs> I don't have that part down yet. Um, but I do know what it takes to heal after you've been divorced. Um, I do know how to just teach people to find their joy again, how to stop caring about other people's opinions and how to stop just shaming yourself after you've maybe made some mistakes that, you know, obviously it wasn't your best. Right. Let me ask you this a little personal, but were you the one in control of the divorce? I was for both of them. them. Um, I, I've learned so much um, in the last two to three years, just about childhood trauma, complex trauma, your attachment styles, whether you're an avoider or I'm an avoidant attachment style, which just means it's really easy for me to release and, and walk away. Um, that's a very... Is it like a light switch to you? Kind of. Because I'm bad like that. Yeah. Like if you, if it's not working, I'm like, click. Once I'm, once I'm done, I am, I'm just done and I'm out. And I've, I've kind of been referred to as like cold and heartless and just like this evil person. And I'm like, that's just who I am. I'm not going to be stalking you. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Right. Right. Yeah. Let me just move on. And yeah. they should, they should do the same. So yeah, I was in control of both divorces. Um, but all of that to say, I am now looking back and on the last, you know, seven to 10 years. And I can really see where I contributed um, to the, the breakdown and the failure of, of both marriages. So you actually admit that you had some doing into this. Oh my God. I, I, <laughs> I have issues. Uh, just, we all have issues. Of course. I'm just right. throwing yeah. that out there. And but that's like one of my core principles, right? There's, there's like two things that if you want to evolve and grow that you really have to be willing to do. And number one, being able to own your own shit. And I take extreme ownership over everything. I, I don't ever want to point my finger at somebody else and be like, you're the reason that this turned out like this. I'd rather just be like, okay, where can I grow? What can I own? And where can I just... I don't know, kind of evaluate and reflect so that I can move forward. Um, And the other part of that is if you're going to practice that extreme ownership, and I always feel like I have to say this, is you have to be kind to yourself. And I think a lot of times we get in this shame cycle where shame begets shame begets shame. And the more you shame yourself after, quote unquote, making a mistake, um, you just actually end up continuing that bad behavior that you don't want to continue. But if you can approach yourself with compassionate curiosity and grace and kindness, it'll be that much easier when you are ready to take full ownership so that you can heal and move on. But yes, I definitely was a big part of the problem. Yeah. You know, and, and I think just being aware of that is important to know, uh, you know, it's obvious that it takes two to tangle. Right. Right. But I think, you know, in, in some cases when you, say to yourself, Hey, listen, this is, this is a big part of of me too, you know? And and I I think the biggest thing though, for me, my second marriage was like, it was pretty easy because the first one didn't go well. And then not, and and that was probably, you know, a lot my fault. Right. Right. Then the second one was like, screw that. I'm just not dealing with this. I just don't want to deal with this. I'm just tired of it. Right. So I'm like, and, and then a big thing, I, I have daughter at the time, and still do, but she's older now, but she was younger. And you know, the, the person I was married to just did not care for my daughter that well, which my daughter made it a little bit tough at the time, but she, she went, got through it, but that's a huge thing, right? right. You got the kids involved and, and, and all that. So, you know, I totally 
have a part of in it. But I just feel that I think the divorce after you go through it once or twice, like it's not a lot harder the third time. You know, yeah, you just don't want to yeah. get into it the third time necessarily because you don't want that number. Oh uh, yeah, I'm stigma, I'm, I guess. Exactly, I'm terrified. I'm like, uh, I just kind of opened the door to dating after divorce, and I'm like, do I really want to do this? Because a third would be very scary. Now, what's do you, do you ever tell? Do you have kids? No kids. Okay. Do you ever tell anybody right off, like quickly, like if you're <laughs> dating, I've been divorced twice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you do though is you give a high number. I've been divorced like five times already, and I'm thirty. <laughs> Well, and then, you, then, then when you go like just twice, okay, it's not that bad. Yeah, well, I I have learned that maybe it's not the smartest thing to do to right off the bat be like, I've been divorced twice because right. people don't know you and they judge you. But I have, and I've had multiple reactions. One being, you know, right when the article came out, I was supposed to go on a date with a guy. And I was like, yeah, so here's the thing. This article came out. If you see it, I've been married and divorced twice before 30. He ghosted me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, literally never responded. Like, we were supposed to go to dinner the next day. Never heard from him again. Um, but then you have the other person where I'm like, hey, just so you know, I've been married and divorced twice before 30. I realize that's a red flag. And they're like, oh, red flag. I love carnivals. Oh, jeez. I like the circus. <laughs> yeah. He's like, let's do it. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to get that response from people. And, and, and you don't want to have your first date explaining why you got to where you're at. Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's a lot for someone that you don't know, right? <laughs> right, right. No <laughs> Here's doubt. my whole life story. Yeah, and you say divorce is not the root of the problem. It's the symptom. Mm. Fill us in on that. Yeah, that's, that's always a hard one because, like I said, we all have a story. This is just, divorce is just the symptom of how my story played out. So, um, a lot of the issues that I had growing up was somewhere along the way, <clears throat> I learned to just mask my feelings, right? And so I was like, no, I'm a happy-go-lucky ray of sunshine. I'm happy all the time. Don't worry about me. And I resisted and I avoided any feeling that I considered to be negative. Um, the problem when you do that is if you don't process or feel that emotion, it kind of just like stays within your body and then it just lives there. And then you find, you have to find other ways to try to, at least for me, distract yourself from those feelings. So most of my issues was me trying to distract myself. So I was binge drinking. I mean, in my, my second marriage before I walked away, I was probably like heavily drinking three or four times a week, which is not like me at all. I was binge eating. Like I would eat and eat and eat. I was like 30 pounds heavier. Um, not that, that that just goes to show like how much I was, I was eating. And I would binge on Netflix and I would work all the time. I would have done anything not to feel. And I realized like all of the net negative consequences in my life was because of my refusal to one, admit how I felt and to two, allow myself to just be authentic Marissa. What does that mean? Is that part of the healing process? Yeah. I mean, I, I would say that it is. I think that we grow up and um, culture tells us who we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to live. And um, and I think you just, you you live into that. And then one day you're wake up, you wake up and you're like, something just feels off. And, and I personally believe that in order to be who you're supposed to be, you have to be able to be your full authentic self. And when you can't be your full authentic self and whatever scenario that is, 
it's just never good, right? Like we all just have this purpose here and we all are meant to be who we are, like utilizing our unique strengths, talents, and abilities. But if I was too busy pretending that I was 100% okay all the time and nothing was ever wrong, how was I going to dig deeper and, and be Marissa? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does make sense. Yeah. I, I guess too is if you're in control of or say you're the one that makes a decision or say, listen, I'm, I'm leaving you. Mm. And I've got some friends that have been on the other side of that, right? Right. They're not the ones that made that decision. Somebody else in their life made that decision. How does that impact them? Because you made the decision, you're able to move on is a little bit different than somebody that is like, oh my God, I really loved and cared about that person. They're the ones that made this decision. And now I, I got, that was who I was supposed to be with for the rest of my life. Yeah, now what, right? And that's kind of where I go to the idea that hurt people are hurt people. I, I think that I really, really hurt my um, ex-husbands by handling things the way that I handled, handled them maybe not giving as much effort as I could have. And, and like we said, kind of flipping the switch and then just, just moving forward. Like I, I guarantee if, I think my ex actually made a comment about feeling abandoned, right? Which I don't ever want to create more trauma for someone, but I, I think that's what I did. Right. And um, yeah, I, I can't imagine being on the other side. I know it was very hurtful to them. What I will say is, um, I knew in my soul that it wasn't right and I had to speak that truth. And over time, my um, second ex-husband actually reached out and said, hey, thank you for doing that because I never would have done it. Though at the time, it was like Marissa is the villain and the bad person. Um, so, yeah, it definitely doesn't impact them greatly, but... It's what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, and then I think, you know, time... And then I think the big thing is when they maybe they're on the other end, right? They found somebody else and the world is not coming to an end. The sun comes up the next day yes. and they're moving on. And, and I think that's, that's a big deal, yeah. I think. So you're coaching, do you coach just, do you life coach just females or do you ever think about coaching males? You know, I'm still deciding. So I actually just got certified this week. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I'm, okay. and so I've been like doing a lot of practice coaching and, and all of that. And I think I am going to gear, gear it towards um, adult women, um, especially women who are trying to find themselves after divorce um, and or who want to stop repeating the same pattern. Because that's obviously the big thing for me. I don't want to continue my life and do this three, four, five times. Now, whether that's divorce or some other issue that they're struggling with, um, if I had a male like reach out, absolutely, I could coach them and I would be open to it. Um, but I think I'm, I am going to focus on adult women. So you discussed before, and, and people will come to me for advice. And I'm like, listen, man, I'm not the one for marriage counseling. <laughs> I'm the freaking last person in the world for yeah. marriage counseling, right? And I will tell you that, like, when you're talking to your friends, it's a little bit different. And, and we have a lot of people that try to go to their friends to get some sort of, but I think reaching out to somebody else that's, you know, professional and have that, you know, has that training to be able to do that right. is going to be a little bit different. So the life coach thing is kind of interesting to me. Um, is it more of like, you know, how do we, you know, basic foundations of, you know, how, you, how should you look at the day? Should you look at it as being bright? Is it okay to have a bad day or how does that life coach, 
Oh, I think look. I love that question. Um, so we have a model that I've learned in my life coaching school. It's literally called the life coach school. Um, and it just it's very simple, right? And it's everybody has things that happen to them in their life, right? We all have circumstances. And those are the things that we can't control. We cannot always control everything that happens to us. Um, But typically, circumstances are neutral. So if somebody looked at me and said, hey, you look ugly today, it's a fact that they said that, right? But the thought that I have about that circumstance and the meaning that I apply to that circumstance is what will then trigger my feeling about it And then my feelings will determine my actions and my actions determine my results. So all life coaching is, is making somebody aware of their mind and saying, hey, here's the circumstance, here's the thought that you had about it, and here's how this is creating the result in your life. Once you show them that quote unquote result in their life, then they can look at that and say, interesting, now now I get to decide, do I want to keep this thought that's creating this result for me? Or do I want to create a new thought for myself and create a different result? So, yeah, it's nothing more than being, being able to hold space for someone without judgment and, and say, ah, this is where we're at. And as a life coach, I never actually tell anybody, never actually tell anybody what to do. Um, I just make them aware of their mind and then I allow them to decide the way to go. It's all about what the client's goals are. And every client knows exactly what they want already they just have to find it and we help them do that right and you talk about basic self-care right so Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that about taking care of yourself i would assume and making sure where your baseline is your stability that type of thing yeah so from what i have learned is sometimes when things happen to you um you get in what's called survival mode and you forget to take care of yourself in the very basic ways Um, i have the belief that you don't give yourself a fighting chance if you are not taking care of your your body and your mind. Um, and this is as simple as, are you drinking enough water? Yeah, Right. Okay. Are you getting eight hours of sleep? Are you um, eating a balanced diet? Are you moving your body every single day? And I can't exactly tell everyone how what works for them, but what I can say is, if you're doing these simple things, you're, you're meditating, you're doing the water, you're moving your body, you're, you're starting yourself at a, um, you're not in the red, right? Like you have the energy that you need to conquer the day. And um, I never thought I'd be saying this because listen, I'm, I'm a mac and cheese with an everything bagel and a Coke kind of girl. I was never really exercising. Um, but over the last two years, that's really what I've learned. Like if I want to go from here to hear, I have to have the energy to do it. And in order to have that energy, I need to be doing the very basic things to take care of myself. Yeah. And I think obviously taking care of yourself is the most important thing, right? right. Exercise. And, and you mentioned it, you know, Netflix, drinking, oops, you know, doing all these things <laughs> that are just basically you're isolating yourself and you're going in your, your little comfort zone cave and not mm-hmm. worrying about what's going on around you in the world, you know? Right. And you got to get out. You got to, you know, exercise, do things, you know, make different friends. Maybe a lot of times this stuff can be impacted by who you hang out with socially. Oh, 1,000%. You know, my belief is that um, your friends determine the direction and the quality of your life. So, so yeah, there are a million different ways to say how to take basic care of yourself. And at the end of the day, what goes in is what comes out. Garbage in, garbage out, right? So whether it's... Um, 
like food, drink, the people you're talking to, the the podcast that you're consuming, not mine though. <laughs> My <laughs> podcast is really great. Um, or the TV shows you're watching. It's really important to know what you're allowing in and how those things are affecting you. Right. And I'm big, I'm real big on like listening to positive things. I, like you said, podcasting is like a leadership, um, ways to, you know, always look, I love to learn new things. Once I learn it, I'm bored with it. Let's go to the next. Same. Right. <laughs> but you're kind of like always trying to, you know, figure out the, the, the stuff. And, and then, like I said, the social media is kind of cool. I actually, once you figure it out and you learn it, it's like, all right, what's next? Um, how do you kind of slow down and, and appreciate like what's going on in your life right now? I mean, that's, that's a tough one, I think for a lot of people. And I, and I've just recently retired. I retired last year. I think I've worked, but I don't consider it work because it's fun Yeah, more so than I did in the past. But you know, how do we have to say to ourselves, all right, slow down, mm. enjoy, you know, what do they say? You know, smell the roses, Yeah, enjoy the walk, enjoy the beach. And I kind of work fast and I slow down and I get right back on it again. But you know, yeah. what, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I honestly think it comes back to, to processing feelings, right? Good, good, bad, or ugly, right? And so when I learned how to process my negative feelings, um, I also learned how to process my happy and my positive ones. And so um, I, I did exactly what, what you're saying, where it's like, oh, accomplish that goal. What's the next one? Accomplish that one. How do I, what's the next thing I'm going to do? And I, I still kind of do that now to an extent. But there are times where I'm just like sitting at home in my bed and I'm like, I'm going to do my, my basic care and I'm going to have some lavender tea and I'm going to put the lights down low and I'm just going to like process this feeling. Right. And, um, and sometimes that feeling is just like pure gratitude for holy shit. This is my life. Like the fact that I've like gotten to do this or get to continue to do this is such an amazing feeling. And I guess I don't really know the how, but you just have to decide to do it. Like, and the other thing I will say is a lot of times me specifically, when I would go, 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 go and never stop like to the point of burnout, it's because I was doing that thing where I was buffering my feelings and I was trying not to feel. Um, and so sometimes I do have to examine when I am moving so fast, my question to myself is always, mm, are you resisting feeling something? Are you trying to avoid something? And, um, and then when I do that, it's usually easier to, to slow down and, and have a little bit less urgency in my goals if that makes sense like I'm always yeah. moving forward but it's not like this rush to like be something yeah because I have a hard time and I'm not running from anything because I pretty much right now I'm set for the most part yeah. I mean my life is here I'm in a good spot you know it's 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 been great but when I sit down like on a Sunday and try to sit and just relax and do nothing I'm like what should I be doing I need to be doing something. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of you, know, you kind of get guilty about it right like yeah. well, I, I can't just sit here and do nothing yeah. but yeah you can yeah. yeah, you can. It's okay. It's okay. It's totally fine. Yeah. And I would just, I would just for you, right? And this is probably more I get some free. I get some free advice. <laughs> exactly. And I need it. Well, it's like, question, you're allowed to question that thought, right? Because you just said you're home, you're not working on something, and your thought is, I can't just sit here. And it's like, okay, where is that thought coming from, right? Like, when is the last time you had that thought? And what feeling, like, how does it feel when you have that thought? And I think just creating that awareness around something that is kind of subconscious. You're like, oh, I feel guilty because, right. I, because I had the thought I can't just sit here. <laughs> and it's like just becoming aware. And then it's like, okay, is that actually true? And yeah. like you said, no, it's not. I can sit here. I can be alone with myself. But this thought is creating this feeling, which is creating 
me wanting to go, 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 go. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't have to go to work. I mean, I'm yeah. pretty good. You know, I've set myself up to where I don't have to go to work. I mean, yeah. I just don't have to. And that's just my, not my life for it. You know, been doing law enforcement for 31 years. I'm so scheduled. I was in the military. Mm. I go, and I really like having something on my schedule first thing in the morning. Cause that gets me going. If not, I'm like, hang out. You know, I, I wake <laughs> up at like the crack ass at dawn, you yeah. know, at like four o'clock. Hey, you know, what's going on? Yeah. And everybody else is like, what the hell are you doing up? And yeah. then I'll kind of like lay back down or whatever. But having that first morning assignment is kind of fun for me. It's yeah. kind of, I'm kind of weird, but I do, do go on vacations. I do all that stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I do enjoy every minute. This is not about me, but I'm just saying I, I get worried about like, hey, I'm 55 and I know these are my go years, right? So I got 55 probably till 75, right? I can go those years because that's a big thing. Like people always have this dream of what it's going to be like when they retire. But the problem is when they're 55 to 75, they, you know, get sick or something comes up. Yeah. And before you know it, you're like in a hospital somewhere and you know, things aren't going that well. So I, I got to make sure I don't miss a minute. No, I, I and I totally agree. You know, I, I actually like Monday hour one. So every Monday or Sunday, I have a calendar and I do my whole weekly calendar, calendar and I mark every single thing. Like if I'm driving somewhere, it's in my calendar. If I um, need want to go to bed at a certain time, it's in my calendar. So I, I totally get that need to like, be structured. Um, the only thing I do is when I need free time and when I need self-care time, it's in my calendar. But that's because people like you and I, we, we have goals and we want to accomplish them. And I have the same mindset. I, I don't want to wait until I'm 65 to enjoy my life. I want to make a difference now. I want to live fully into my purpose right now. Yeah, that's good. Now, let me ask you this. How are you going to get rid of this I don't think you want to, but how are you going to get rid of, rid of this divorce thing, right? So that's that's kind of how you got to where you're at. Yeah. And I don't think you should get rid of it because that's kind of where you're at. And that's what makes you interesting to talk to, right? Because if you came to me and said, yeah, I got divorced once, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> by 30, like, okay, that's half the population. I mean, you, you got divorced twice by the time you're 30, so that narrows it down to probably 40% of the population. <laughs> but you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. are you going to keep pushing that? I think that's a good thing yeah um it is what it is right it's my story how many more are you gonna do <laughs> i'm gonna ask that question the question you you know all your friends are asking yeah probably like thirty thousand. You know? <laughs> 30, all my tiktok followers yeah. i'm ready to marry you the amount of times i get comments on my videos that are like are i'll be your third and i'm like no no thanks that's it yeah that's it um no, I, I don't want to get rid of it, to your point. I love who I am. I like what I do. This is all part of my story. And these things happened the way that they happened for a reason so that I could help other people. Now, will it always be the emphasis? Probably not, because I will evolve. And at some point, um, I won't focus so much on the divorces and I'll focus more on the healing or if I start dating again, like it will evolve with my life as it should, but it will always be part of my story. And the part where I went, oh, crap, I have to point the finger back at myself. And I don't ever want to forget that. I always want to remember that that was the turning point in my life. Yeah, no, it's good. So we're on a date, you and I. I'm, I'm married. <laughs> we're on a date, right? Yeah. You, we, get, we get talking. Okay, we're talking right now. Mm. Hey, Marissa, how you doing? 
good. You're so wonderful. It's what type of food do you like? <laughs> Marissa's laughing. She's like, where's this going? <laughs> I love mac and cheese. I, you love mac, mac and cheese. They, I think they just, I put, I love, I love mac and cheese place open just on just the corner. Two days ago. How was it? Was it all right? It's amazing. Okay, great. I have to try it. <laughs> so I ask you, I go, tell me about yourself, right? Tell me about yourself. A little coaching on my side. Yeah. Um, so have you ever been married before? Oh. <laughs> Are you going to like sit back? We're gonna... um, I'm just going to be like, all right, um, I'm going to be honest with you. However, and you take this however you want. At this rate, I don't care. <laughs> Here's my story. I'll tell you that I've been divorced twice. And as we get to know each other, if that's still something you're interested in doing, um, check please. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll let you know more. But yeah, um, yeah I, so it's, I'm kind of a chronic oversharer as it is. So I meet people, they're like, hello. I'm like, I've been divorced. <laughs> like, probably they did a little research on you too before, right? Well, that's my, that's the problem with social <laughs> is I'm all over social media talking about my divorces. So even if we never talked about it, 90% of the time, they already know. Yeah. So it's like... Hey. Well, ask me. Ask, oh, how have, many, you, have you been divorced? How many times have you been divorced? You know, I, I have. I have. Um, <laughs> I have been divorced. I've been divorced. <laughs> I've been married twice. <laughs> third marriage. And she doesn't like me right now, so that's why we're on a date. No, I'm just oh, kidding. Um, so, no, yeah. It's, so you're going to ask me that, right? So you, it's going to come back. So yeah. if some guy, what is the magic number? of divorces that you would say, fuck, I need to go, I got to need to move on to somebody else. Yeah, I, I don't know that there's a number. So there's people who have married six, seven times. A lot times. of times, yeah. Um, my thing is there is experience. As John Maxwell says, there is experience and then there is evaluated experience. So if I talk to someone who has been uh, married and divorced multiple times, if they are, again, taking full ownership of what's happened to them and why they are where they are, then I'm like, ah, green flag. Right. And, um, so yeah, I guess if they're owning their own BS, then I'm more inclined to stay. But if they're like, my ex was crazy, I'm like, oh no, <laughs> get me out. You know? Um, so I think it just depends on where they're at mentally and how far along they are in their healing journey. Yeah. But don't you think that most people, and that's a good, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. So if somebody, says and starts blaming it all on the other person that would be like a two red flags right because be like hey y'all it just didn't work you know and and i have a tendency that you know obviously say some things about you know having kids and not and, and i never really say nothing bad i just say it just yeah. didn't, didn't work out timing wasn't right whatever yeah. kind of move on but i think if somebody just totally unlaunches hell on their ex right yeah. you're gonna be like oh shit that and, could be me someday yeah and people do it all the time they're like oh yeah my ex is crazy she did this that's why we didn't work out i'm like okay but what about you <laughs> what what can you own and they're like well, what do you mean and i'm like all right i'm out <laughs> yeah and you know what's really good is being in law enforcement i've interviewed hundreds of bad people right i'm pretty good at digging out information and finding out and kind of like little 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 flags that pop up and be like, yeah, you know, you're not so perfect after yeah. all. but that's that's important so yeah so real quick before we go please let us know your website one more time yes yeah, so the website is sunhappens.net 
sunhappens.net, yeah. which is an offshoot of maybe shit happens. Yeah, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Sun happens. Shit happens, but sun happens too. Yeah. And you get to choose to make it so. Yeah. And then your podcast. Yeah. So it's called Sun Happens again, and yeah. it's on Spotify and iTunes. Yay. It sounds good. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. I mean, we've got a lot of material here, a lot of things, you know, we can talk about. And, you know, we've even talked about, you know, coming back and doing some other stuff and getting a group together maybe and. I think there's a, a definitely a need for people to, you know, listen to this type of stuff and you know, kind of gives them a boost in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I'm so glad you had me here today. Yeah, it's great. Um, can't wait to see what we do in the future. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> awesome. 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 All right, two three nine. That's censored everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we always do a little fist bump in the middle. We are. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun. <laughs>